It's time for Monday Night Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Featuring the News Gazette media sports writers, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, and Scott Ritchie. Delivering the latest insights on the Illini and more. Join the program by calling 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here are the News Gazette media sports writers and your host, Steve Kelly. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. This is Monday Night Sports Talk with you until 6 o'clock this evening. We've got 85 degrees at 511. Phone line is open, 217-356-9397. In the studio, you have yours truly, along with Scott Ritchie and Bob Osmussen. Those gentlemen will join me. And, uh, of course, uh, Matt Daniels is out on assignment. Scott, you got him out in the field, eh? I think he has himself right. out in the field. We don't tell him what to do. He's the one that makes those decisions. Right. He, he gave me the the day off from covering one of three teams playing in a super sectional today. Um, he's at the St. Joseph Ogden baseball super sectional. They're playing Spring, Springfield Sacred Heart Griffith in Decatur. Uh, Unity Softball is also playing in Decatur in a super sectional. And Arthur Levington, Howard Hammond Softball, is playing. Um, in Bloomington in a super sectional. So we could have some teams uh, playing for yeah, potentially a state title at the end of this week. That's cool. Who's covering those? I uh, Let's see. Matt's at SGO Softball. Yeah. Collins at Unity. Of course. SGO Baseball. Collins at Unity Softball. And then our intern summer writer, Joey Wright, oh, right. okay, is, is in Bloomington covering the, the Knights of Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond. Okay, we've got Matt Daniels on the telephone with us from Decatur. Give us an update, Matthew. Yeah, no, we're uh, entering the, the bottom of the sixth inning here at uh, Workman Family Baseball Field. And, and Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin's leading St. Joseph Ogden 2-1. to one. Uh, The Spartans push across their first run uh, in the bottom of the fifth on an RBI single from Hayden Bradenton. Uh, they got their 3-4-5 hitters coming up here. We're in between innings right now. Uh, Creighton Burnett, uh, Illinois signee for the Spartans. Is uh, thrown all six innings. Fresh SJO uh, scattered six hits, about four or five strikeouts. Actually, a really quick game here. Uh, the pace of play was just really fast, and uh, SHGs led throughout. Uh, they took a one nothing lead up the second, and then added on to it in the fourth. They're up, they're up two zero here, and or, excuse me, two one here, going to the bottom of the sixth uh, on a very nice day, very good crowd out here, to a great facility too here. And, on the campus of Millican University. Those teams have, what, about 60-some wins between them? Yeah, no, uh, St. Joseph Auden come, came in today 33-2 and two on the season. SHG's 32-1. and one. Uh, So two, two of the premier small school programs in the state. It's kind of weird to say small school with SHG. Uh, they're usually in 3A in baseball, and obviously everyone kind of knows them for their, their football prowess in, in 5A at all. But, uh, yeah been a good one so far and it's kind of settled into almost a pitcher's duel uh st joe's had a, a few opportunities uh they left two runners stranded on last inning. and they've had a runner on in each of the last three innings they, they were only able to push across one run the last inning. so we'll see if they can uh do any damage here in, in the bottom of the six all right we appreciate your ability to multitask 
Yeah, I'm trying. I got, I'm holding the phone. I'm keeping score, and I'm talking to you. I'm trying to trying to make coherent thoughts. Don't get hit by, by foul ball. <laughs> Be the key there. I'm I'm, I'm I'm not you, Bob. So I, I'm staying out of harm's way. That's good. Good plan. And if uh, anything happens there as far as a score change, feel free to text one of us, and uh, we'll get it on for you. Sounds good. Thanks, okay, Matt. Sounds good, Steve. Have a good show, guys. Yep. Thanks, appreciate Matt. it. Matt Daniels with us from Decatur at the uh, San Joe Ogden. Baseball game, a lot going on. Uh, you know, the softball's playing as well, and uh, maybe we can get an update on that as we move along, too. Yeah, we got Con Lycus out there, so um, they uh, started, I believe, after SGO baseball. Uh, kind of in, I think the softball and baseball fields at Milliken are just in like less than a mile from each other, mm-hmm. so <laughs> half of our staff is uh, still together, but just not in, not in Champaign. Did they drive together, do we, do we think, or no? I don't think that because Matt left before Colin did. I was gotcha. in the office, but so no such luck. Yeah, um, Unity is playing normal Uhi, who leads. Last update, normal Uhi leads two to one uh, through two and a half innings. Same score. Yeah, interesting. We'll keep you updated on uh, those games. Of course, uh, a lot of local interest in those games. While we're on the subject of baseball and softball, kind of a lost weekend for the. Uh, Cardinals at Wrigley Field, and it hadn't been that long ago since we were talking about another lost weekend when the Reds came in and swept the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. It's uh, been uh, now they're under a game under 500, and kind of have their tails between their legs. I mean, wasted a, a really good start from Carlos Martinez um, yesterday, and you know, he said that kind of responsibly they just have to be better, and uh, they have not. I don't think it was that long ago we were, <laughs> we were talking about the Cardinals that had the best record in the National League and the like, second best in all of Major League Baseball, and then they've just gone in the absolute tank. Uh, I mean, injuries have played a part. I mean, their starting rotation's been decimated. And then the guys that they do have pitching um, like to give free bases to, to everybody. I mean, they walk so many, so many batters. Uh, it's hard to watch. Yes, yeah, so I'm not sure what the, the fix is. I mean, there's talent on this team, but uh, they are not playing like a team that you know wants to challenge at the top of the NL Central. They're about to get healthy, though. They're going to land late, late in the week, so that's probably three or four wins. Well, the Cubs are really playing well, and so are the Brewers. So the Cardinals are chasing a couple of teams there. Cardinals play tonight. They probably would like to have a day off, but they play tonight against the uh, – Miami Marlins in St. Louis, first night of full capacity at Bush Stadium. Be kind of like opening night, maybe with a full house. Yeah, and the Cubs had the same deal this weekend. Yeah. Friday was you know the first game that they had you know full capacity, and they made the most of the weekend. So maybe the Cardinals can do the same starting tonight. We'll talk more about full capacity as it pertains to Illinois athletics. As we move along, we do have the phone lines open, 217-356-9397, if you would like to join us. Anything new with Kofi Coburn these days? I was on the golf course today, and that was one of the first questions that I got. <laughs> What's Kofi going to do? I said, well, give me a coin, and we'll flip it, and we'll see what it says today. Yeah, between that and when is Brett Underwood going right. to hire a third <laughs> assistant, there's been Maybe some... Maybe it's Kofi. just gonna skip his playing career and go right to coaching um that's probably less likely uh there was some news though about kofi today he was one of 40 players invited to the g league elite camp which is running uh, friday through sunday i think i have that right um in chicago 
Yeah, Friday through Monday. Um, and it's, I guess the best way to describe it is like the NBA draft combine light. It's kind of a similar setup. Uh, NBA scouts, coaches, executives will be in attendance and there'll be you know, five on five games and then some individual kind of skill um, drills and, and the like. And it's an opportunity to kind of show what you can do. And a select number of the participants at the G League Elite Camp will then, and there's no set number, but we'll get an invite to the NBA Draft Combine, which starts June 21st. In, I mean, it's all in Chicago, so they'll kind of run one into the other. So this is kind of like the play-in tournament. To kind of like a tryout. Huh? Yeah, a tryout for a tryout, tryout, tryout for essentially. Tryout. Do we know how many guys will, besides Kofi that would be in that first round of tryouts oh there's 40 total 40 um and several from the big 10 michigan has four players that are invited um guys like mike smith shonday brown have already said they're not coming back because they could have they had a, a bonus year of eligibility um hunter dickinson was sort of a, a late really late addition to the early entrant list he got an invite um and then uh not quite a Wolverine just yet, but Devontae Jones, who's transferring from Coastal Carolina to Michigan, also got an invite. And then E.J. Liddell and Dwayne Washington Jr. from Ohio State, Aaron Wiggins from Maryland, um, and then Marcus Carr from, I guess, technically Minnesota. He's in the portal in addition to being in the entering in the NBA draft. So if he comes back to college, it won't necessarily be with the Gophers. But those are the, the big ten names that are in this uh, pre-combine combine. So besides Kofi, we mentioned the third assistant coach yet to be named and and perhaps and most likely another staff position. Um, you would expect that to happen before too long, but the players are here now, right? And uh, they'll start workouts in the next couple of days. Yeah, they. It's, you know, their, their return is you know, obviously coinciding with the start of the eight-week mm-hmm. summer academic session, and then workouts will you'll go with that through essentially early August and – at some point, yeah, they'll have another coach and perhaps another staff member. Um, but they're, uh, they won't all be on campus through the whole summer. I know Alfonso Plummer was uh, selected for the Puerto Rican national team. And then Jacob Grandison uh, has dual citizenship and will be playing with uh, the Finnish national team um, in a tournament, I think coming up fairly shortly in Japan. But I think it's pre- at a pre-Olympic event. Were you surprised that uh, Andre Corbello is not playing for the uh, Puerto Rican team? A little bit, but I also I think I'm not sure where I saw. I mean, this was on Twitter, so grain of salt. But that um, Illinois didn't release him to play. Mm. Um, it's, I'm not sure where. I don't know the veracity of that. Of course, take everything on Twitter with a grain because of salt. Because Tokyo is scary. Is the reality there? When. I mean, Puerto Rico's... They don't have much of a chance to get there, do they? Uh, I think they've got a tough draw. I mean, yeah. okay. they've been... I mean, they're they're typically competitive on, on the international right. stage, but I think they'd be more competitive with Andre Curbelo. Um, but you know, in this case, you know, he won't be representing uh, Puerto Rico, but it's something he's done previously, and uh, he will for years to come. Maybe he didn't want to play. Maybe the university just said, hey, we'll take the load off you. We'll just and there's, there's always that possibility. Yeah. like... He got. I mean, he wouldn't want to maybe upset people in Puerto Rico, right. but he gets a an out maybe yeah. in, in this regard. Maybe the 
that you took one for the team there, so yeah, to speak. Just, I'm glad that they're all back on campus because maybe I'll get a chance to talk to these guys for the right. first time in, in quite a while. Well, things are opening up a little bit. We get a chance to visit with Josh Whitman coming right. up on Wednesday and then with the football coaching staff on Thursday. Thursday right. So there's, that's a good sign, I think, as far as getting back in front of people. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of the, the uh, coaching staff of the football side, we've not met in person yet. No. Seen him on a Zoom. Yep. <laughs> Met with Brett Bielema about for five minutes with Lauren. I think La- Lauren and I were in there. Mm-hmm. And, Scott, were you there or maybe Colin? It was Colin. Colin, sorry. It's 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 a blur. But, yeah, it, it's going to be cool to actually see people in person. Now, I don't know, can we shake hands? Because I'm a handshaker. So. Well, you could be a fist bumper. Fist bumper is fine. And, again, they asked for I assume they asked you for your V-card. Now yep. I sent my V-card mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. so... The card's going to be very popular. It's going to be my wallet all the time. So anybody asks, here you go. Yep, you can take a picture of it and have it on your phone, too. I did that. There I finally, finally did that. Once you had to send it in, right? I did have to send it in, so they know I'm good. And I'm still thinking I may very well wear a mask. I'm not sure. I think just to be kind to everybody that's there, I think that's maybe the way to go. Because I don't think I don't can't assume everybody that's there is vaccinated. Right. I hope they all are. I wish everybody was. And that's funny. You asked the question about or mentioned that Josh Whitman is going to be available on Wednesday. I actually wrote for tomorrow or might run then. Ten questions I'm going to ask. So I got some things on my mind, and we can sort of kick that around if you want. Sounds like old Bob's trying to hold the conversation. No, I just want to just want <laughs> to. So bring Bob it up. gets his ten, ten questions in, and then the rest of us can split. <laughs> Thanks the, for coming, guys. Right, because yeah. I would say, oh, Josh Whitman can probably speak for an hour on, on ten questions. Probably, oh, he can speak an hour on, on no each one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that could be dangerous, but I'm just saying, here's ten I would ask, and obviously one of the one of the ten you can guess is about hockey, but there's others. Yeah. And w- hockey's last. That's the tenth. Say, I'm not sure how high up on the list. Be that, pretty low that now. Ought to go at but this there's point. a bunch of things otherwise that bring up questions. And I, one thing I wonder about, and you guys tell me what you think. I think the school. I think the athletic department should mandate vaccines. I don't know why they haven't. No, why they wouldn't. I think if you say you want to play sports here, you could go get a shot. Unless there's some religious or medical reasons not to, but I don't think there are. So I mean, I, there are very few of those. So I think you tell your athletes, time to get a good shot. And I think that's what they should do. Moving up on 525, this is Monday Night Sports Talk on DWS. Steve Kelly with Scott Ritchie, Bob Osmussen. We heard from Matt Daniels, who is out covering a baseball game tonight. Is that a sectional final? Super sectional. Super sectional game. And uh, St. Joe last report was behind 2-1 to one to Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin in uh, baseball action. So we'll take a break and be back with more. And uh, remember, the phone line's open, 217-356-9397 on Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Your radio station has been hijacked by Pirate Radio. Actually, this is just a radio ad for Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. It's an attention getter, Dennis. Trust me. This is Pirate Radio, and we're taking over the airwaves or an important announcement from Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Hold on a second. Now, I'm an upset customer with a real problem. My dishwasher is leaking water, and I have about eight kids. Last count, anyway. Okay, okay. This commercial is an important announcement from Dennis. That's right. Wow. All right. Here we go. This is Pirate Radio, and Dick Van Dyke Appliance World has taken over your airwaves with an important message. 
I'm Dennis Regan, owner of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. If you want award-winning appliance repair service, award-winning appliance sales, stop into one of our four locations. Uh, Dennis, we're out of time. That's a bummer. Wow! Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. The ribeye has the best, the greatest steak in town. The sound of sizzling steaks is synonymous with the ribeye, the great one steak place on South Neal Street in Champaign. After you tackle the great salad bar, the sizzling ribeye arrives at your table cooked to your liking. The ribeye, 1701 South Neal Street, Champaign. The ribeye is the best, we're the one, the great one steak place. Now open for indoor dining. Champagne Danville overhead doors can give you a new look to the familiar face of your home. Did you know that new garage doors can improve as much as a third of the front of your home? Champagne Danville overhead doors have trained techs who in just one day can make a great door work excellent. And you will experience a well-balanced, quiet door with precision rollers. There are infinite combinations of styles, colors, and compositions to choose from. Give your home a new look. Visit Champagne Danville overhead doors today online or call 217-367-8121. That's 367 367- 8121. Did you know that undiagnosed or untreated diabetes and hypertension can cause kidney failure? The National Kidney Foundation of Illinois has the nation's only traveling kidney screening program, the Kidney Mobile. The Kidney Mobile is offering free diabetes, blood pressure, and kidney disease screenings between June 21st and 25th in your area. For more information, visit kidneymobile.org. Early detection can prevent kidney failure. Take charge of your health and get screened. I am Kenny Bilger and proud to be part of a company that has been caring for my community for 90 years. As CEO of Christie Clinic, I am honored to lead a team who provides our community with accessible quality medical care for you and your family. We live here, we work here, we provide you, our neighbors, family, and friends, healthcare choices where you live and work. We listen, we care, we are Christie Clinic. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is 528 on Monday Night Sports Talk. Scott Ritchie, Bob Osmussen, yours truly, Steve Kelly. Matt Daniels covering baseball tonight. We heard from him. We'll keep you updated on that game as we move along. Happy to welcome in the studio Associate Athletic Director Jason Hegemeyer in charge of ticketing at the University of Illinois. How you doing, my friend? Doing really good. It's good to be with you guys tonight. You had to be excited about uh, the announcement on uh, Friday about uh, 100% capacity at Memorial Stadium, Huff Hall, the State Farm Center, and whatever else is going on this fall and winter, huh? Yeah, it was. you know what? I think I put in more hours last week than I had in a long time <laughs> mentally. Um, you know, it was it was awesome. I mean, it, it was great to have, um, you know, we, we've been selling things for a while. We've been selling season tickets for a while, but just to have that, you know, that focus and that purpose back, um, where we we knew people we knew people were waiting for that day where we would enter phase five, and they knew they knew at some point we were going to announce what our capacity was going to be. We couldn't say anything until it was time, and not that we can finally talk about it, and we can finally be there, and we can finally move forward and and acknowledge the way that the stadium will look as we move forward in the fall. It was just a, you know, it just it was that breath of fresh air that we all were looking for. For me, it was the light at the end of my tunnel. I mean, I, everybody's got their own tunnel they're, they're walking through, right? But for me, it felt like the first 
sign of real, real recovery and normalcy. So um, it was tremendous, and it, it, it felt great when we left work on Friday just to to finally feel like we were back again. What was the first thing on your list that you want people to know after that announcement came out? Well, I mean, I think I think the, you know, I don't know about whether it's the first thing. I think people people already know what we're going to look like in football this year. They they they're they're getting to hear from coach Bielma a lot, right? He's doing a lot of media and he's been so open with, you know, with the fan base right now. And so I I feel like people are starting to get to know what fo- what what football might look like this fall and frankly they're getting excited about it and i am too you know as i you know as i meet with him and and i meet with some of their staff and i get to know them a little bit better i'm i'm pretty excited about the direction we're going to and he's legit and he, he really is and and so for me you know i i don't know that it was the first thing i was looking forward to but i know i know that our fans have been wanting to buy tickets you know, they've been wanting to get back in these buildings, and whether it's football or volleyball, which also went on sale Friday, we started we started renewals for volleyball. You know, whether it was any of those two sports, you know, it just felt good to be be on sale again and be back and be present and and have and have people making purchasing decisions again. It was great. We've got the phone lines open two one six two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. Scott, go ahead. You kind of talked about emerging from the end of of the tunnel there. Just over the last year and a couple months, how did you and your staff maybe engage with, you know, the maybe long-time season ticket holders just without, I mean, knowing what anything was going to look like, but just to maybe keep up the communication and maybe not not lose contact with that group of people? A lot of phone calls, a lot of emails. Um, You know, when going through last summer, of course, last summer, we no one had any idea what the 2020 season was going to look like. So, you know, at one point, as we go through the summer, we go in different stages where we think it's going to be something, then we got to pivot and do something else. And so I felt like last summer was the summer of surveys. If we do this, will you prefer X or Y? Based on your decision to choose X, would you like to do Y or Z? Like there, there were many, many forms of communication that went out to our ticket holders. One of the greatest things was that a lot of them left their money in with us. So if you paid for season tickets in 2020, we rolled your money forward as a deposit to 21. So, you know, when as we moved into 2021, we already had a large base of our season ticket holders with us and ready for this year. It made going out for actual renewals a lot easier, a lot faster. Um, and we'll, you know, we were going to experience the same thing with basketball. So it, it, it really was like for us, lots of touch points, right? But most of it was, you know, phone calls and emails. Jason, this came up Saturday on Steve's show with mm-hmm. Lauren. And uh, I think the, you guys asked, guys, or somebody called and asked about printed tickets. And I know you guys are pushing toward e-tickets, which to me are great. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of flexibility. But are you thinking about, will there be printed tickets as well? If you if I call and I say, I really I can't handle the e-ticket, can I get a printed ticket? Because maybe I feel more comfortable with that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think uh, the future is mobile. Right, I get mean, that. It, right. it definitely is the future. But are we going to force people into that? No. Okay. So what we're going to do, what the plan is, is with our season ticket holders is to, again, it's funny, we just talked about surveying, but we are going to survey people right before we would traditionally mail tickets. Um, we're going to survey them and say, we're going we're gonna to send tickets, they're going to be mobile tickets this year. If you'd like them to be mail, if you'd like us to mail you some tickets, 
go ahead and you know let us know through this survey and, and we'll go ahead and do that. Now, are they going to be the pretty booklet? No, they're not. They're going to look like the standard single game tickets, but this is about functionality. I mean, let's, let's face it, they are barcodes now. It's a barcode, right? Whether it's on a piece of paper or on your phone, it doesn't matter what picture, what player's on it, it's a barcode, right? Barcode and a seat location. So, um, you know, if, if you choose to get printed tickets, we, we obviously want to give you, we want you to feel comfortable coming to the stadium. We want you to, we, we want you there, right? So if, if mobile tickets, you know, is a barrier right now, um, look, we have time. We, you have, this is more one year into like the, the whole, you know, COVID, mobile, everybody adopting apps. If you're not there yet, that's fine. We'll, we'll go ahead and print you some tickets, but they're not going to be the pretty ones that, that everyone was used to in the past. And with all the construction going on, I'm sure you're going to have some parking issues. Yeah, I feel like every day I look outside and something else is going on. Um, so, I'm, you know, it, it, fortunately, we're blessed with a lot of parking outside Memorial Stadium. So, you know, whether it's the lots outside baseball that, are, you know, we're losing some space in um, or whether it's right now, it looks like one of the lots at State Farm Center is being resurfaced. Uh, that'll be back before football starts. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. I don't know the last time you've been in that area. But it's, there's definitely a lot, a lot going on. Uh, but I don't think it'll impact parking too much. There's not been a sellout at Memorial Stadium since 2016, the uh, North Carolina game, that night game, Lovey Smith's second game, I believe, mm-hmm. on campus. So it'd be nice to to update the uh, sellout record book, wouldn't it? Uh, it would be great. Those are goals, right? Like, so we got a long way to go on that, but. We just went on sale Friday. I, I've, I, you know, I, we, I was at a meeting today, and I was kind of like, guys, let's halt the brakes for a second. Like, I, everyone was so excited about about getting on sale last week that we just like kind of like went full force. We got a lot of work to do. It's only June right now. A lot of tickets left to sell, and so um, that's obviously the goal, right? It's that's the goal for every game. And and you know, like Coach, he was really big when he talked to me about like, look, this game against Nebraska. Like, this is the first time people are going to be able to see. Division one at a high level college football since the pandemic, right? So, so for us coming back and having that week zero game, it's huge. It should be a huge selling point. There will be a lot of eyeballs on that game. And so it's important for us to really show out for that. And there's so many people that want to get back inside the stadium. You know, we have a shot at it, right? But we got a lot of work to do before that game. So, I mean, do you maybe leak, whether it's true or not, that a bunch of people in Lincoln and Omaha are snatching up tickets just to <laughs> goose sales a little bit? I, I would say I don't think you have to leak that at all, right? Like, I think you know which fan bases are, are going to travel and they're going to they're gonna have a presence. You know, are there Nebraska fans buying tickets already? Absolutely they are. Because for them, it's the first game that they're going to be playing in front of people outside after the pandemic, right. too. This is a big game. It's not just a big game for Illinois. It's a big game for them, too. And so, you know, look, if you're if you're an Illini fan and you ha- and you want to go to that game, which I hope you do, right? Because it's going to be huge. You should be thinking about buying now. You know, we're out here a little bit earlier in the in the calendar than we normally are. We're normally not talking single game tickets until July, but here we are, right? We're in phase five and we're celebrating and we're on sale. And so, you know, if you're if you're sitting out there thinking, hey, I'm gonna, I do want to go to that game, I would encourage you to get your tickets now. In some of your research slash surveys mm-hmm. have you gotten a feel yet about how the public feels about going back to a full capacity situation with no social distancing yeah, we've seen both sides of that mm-hmm. i would i would say m- 
most people are ready and feel comfortable. Um, of course, we have season ticket holders that, for whatever reasons, um, look, the last 15 months have been hard on people. You know, whether whether you were the type of person who felt comfortable going out to a store or a restaurant, or you were the type of person that was, you know, really trying to stay inside and, and, and avoid crowds and avoid any kinds of, of potential incidents of, of catching the virus, everybody has a different, everybody spent those 15 months in a different way. And this is, you know, like, this isn't just about a football game. It's about a community coming back and a community coming back together. All of us are experiencing that in different ways. And so I would tell you the majority of people we talk to, they're ready for this. They're ready to come back. But we do have people that are asking us questions. And I think for, for some of them, it's just about, it's not really about Illinois football right. or the protocols that we're putting in place. They're still trying to navigate through what does life look like for me now? I need to get back to normalcy. And what does that look like? And what can I do? And what do I feel comfortable with? We're there for them. We're, you know, we'll answer all of their questions. It's our job to make sure they feel as comfortable as possible that they want to come back. Um, so, you know, I, most people, though, most people are, are ready for this. How important is the tailgating end of this thing? Because you guys, Grange Grove, I assume is going to be open again. I mean, is everything going to be big deal like that? And what, how much will that help as you try to move forward? So tailgating is part of, you know, it's part of game day, right? I mean, like when you when you sell tickets, you're really not selling tickets. You're really selling an experience. You're really selling, you know, and especially in college football, it's about the event. It's not just the game itself, right? I mean, people put these games on their calendars for <laughs> You know, the whole, they look at forward to this all year and they get to the fall and this is what they do. They tailgate. That's a big part of the game day environment. Is it important? It's huge. And so, you know, whether you're a season ticket holder who's been doing this for a number of years and you can't wait to get back out there, or if you're new to us and, and you, you want to experience it, Grange Grove for the first time, it's, it's huge to be able to have those opportunities available. Uh, right now, you know, I haven't heard that we're going to be limited in any of those things. Okay. Um, and, and we're planning and moving forward as if it will be normal. Um, but of course, just like anything, right? We're again, we, we've said, you know, we still have a long way to go. We still have a couple months. You know, we're, we're things are obviously trending in the right directions, right? So you're not going to see us make any grand promises. Um, we can't, we can't guarantee that. But that's the way we're moving forward. We're moving forward as if everything is going to be returning back. This may not uh, come across the ticket manager's desk, but uh, certainly you're in conversations and in meetings and you hear different things. Will cash be able to be used at the concessions, or has that decision been made yet? A lot of, I think the Cardinals will cash in, in Bush Stadium. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a timely topic. It's things we're talking about every single day. Um, I know that, you know, I, I do think I see us going in the direction of, of trying to operate more in a cashless environment. Um, we do need to be sensitive to there. You know, there are different um, occasions where, you know, you might have I might bring somebody else's kid to the game with me and their parents might send them with some money, which was right. totally reasonable, right? Sure. To, to pay for their, their drinks and their concessions. You know, we need to figure out what those other alternatives might be, how, how we would handle some of those things. Um, I, think, I think if we do switch to a, a cashless environment, I think you will still see some, some stands, maybe not all of them, but sure. there may be locations that you can go to that you can pay with cash. You mentioned uh, some people elected to roll their season ticket money into this year. How are season ticket sales going? How do you, how would you compare them to recent years? 
So the comparison thing is hard, right? So I would yeah. tell you right now, like, I, you know, look, it's my job to spin. It's my job to, to, to sell, right? So I'm going to come in here and just be totally honest, right? The renewals were great. The renewals were one of our highest renewals. It's the second highest in the last eight years. So take that for what it's worth. That means the people that had them, they want to come back, which is great because they're excited about Coach Bielma and they're ready to get back to college football. We haven't had a great sales environment coming out of COVID. It's not like um, we haven't had much time to get out there and put our product in front of people and ask them to make decisions. And oh, by the way, you know, season tickets are an investment, right? So you're not just in money, but time. So when you're talking about your money and you're talking about seven Saturdays in your fall, people need to schedule that out. And they needed to know what it looked like. We didn't know until Friday what a game was going to look like, right? So we we sold 50 season tickets on Friday, right? Like, does that sound like a lot? No, but it was that is a lot for, you know, for, for, for unsolicited people just hitting the website, buying season tickets. Of course, we sold a lot of single game tickets, but um, to sell season tickets at that and that number that were unsolicited, um, it shows you that there are people out there that were waiting to make some decisions. And yeah, you'll see our, we we purposely haven't been running advertising that aggressively. You'll see that start coming back soon because now we know what that product looks like and it's buying season. And so we'll start ramping that up. So the comparison to years past, really hard to do because we would have been selling right now for sure. like five months. So I think we're in a good spot where we are. I think we're, we're where we should be coming out of this pandemic. But like I said earlier, we got a lot of work to do. I mean, there are a lot of people that we need to get back inside Memorial Stadium. And when you start getting that done, then you'll move right along to basketball tickets. And uh, one of the strangest things, now we all three of us in here uh, covered football and basketball. And, you know, covering a football game with basically no fans is a little bit weird, but the weirdest thing to me was the State Farm Center during basketball season, as empty as it was, where the the biggest crowd, I think it was listed at 189 or whatever it was. Yeah. And that was really a strange situation to, to go through. But uh, what can you tell us about basketball tickets and when the, that will get going? Yeah, so right now we're working on some of that um, on how we're going to launch basketball. Fortunately for us, we're kind of in the same boat that we were in with football in terms of people returning. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but right after we beat Iowa in that last game at State Farm Center, and then we were, we were getting ready to be in the NCAA tournament, we had kind of ramped up our promotional efforts, and we had run a promotion where we were trying to capitalize on the excitement of March Madness. So we were letting season ticket holders lock in their rates as long as they ordered during March Madness, okay? And then lo and behold, you know, we go in and um, – so we, ha- we have 80% renewed already. We already had 80% of our season ticket base money in before the NCAA tournament would have been finished in 2020. So they've been in for a whole year. So the renewal process isn't going to be that challenging. There aren't that many people we have to go out to. Um, so we're going to be able to, that's going to give us more time to be aggressive and start getting out there. And, and, and look, there are a lot of people that want in on this now. I mean, we, you know, gosh, I, I will always look back on last year as I would have loved to have sold those games. I, I think we would have sold out every game, and I think we would have broke revenue numbers. And you know, I, I think we can we can do that this year. Um, so there is a lot of pent up demand there that I hope when we kind of like open the doors to that, that that'll that'll start coming in really quick. But we're not there yet. We you know look we when we found out we were going to be hitting phase five. 
we obviously have to prioritize what's coming up, right? And and it's not just prioritizing work, but it's messaging too. You know, if I announce basketball goals on sale on Friday at phase five, I have conflicting messaging with football and volleyball, sure, right? Sure. We don't need to be out there for everything all at one time. And so we were just kind of prioritizing what 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 we should be going out with. Uh, so I would I would think you'll be hearing if you're a season ticket holder or if you're wanting to be a season ticket holder for hoops, you know, later later right after the Fourth of July. So some, right during the month of July, you should be hearing from us, and it would be the appropriate time for us to start launching those campaigns. You know, from a marketing standpoint, it, the pandemic it was certainly a terrible thing, and everybody had to deal with it in in their own way. But it may work to your favor now that it's basically over um, with people getting antsy to get back out. Also, you got a whole new football coaching staff and an mm-hmm. excitement there. You've got a basketball team that was one of the best ones in Illinois history and, and a lot of guys coming back from that. So there's, there's a lot of built-in uh, marketing it, points. Yeah, it seems like we're going to be hitting on all cylinders. And, um, you know, like we haven't had – a lot of those positive points in, in a while to like all combine at the same time. And so, you know, that's on us to take advantage of that. And it's on us to put out, you know, to make it easy for people to buy and, and, and make sure that we communicate really, really good with them. Um, I think that, you know, it, it, it is, it is important coming out of the pandemic. You know, we're like every other business, we got to get people feeling good about it again and we need to get them back in the building there. You know, you go to different restaurants or, People are coming back, but not everybody's back yet, right? And it's starting to gradually happen. People are starting to become a little bit more comfortable. And let, you know, by the time August 28th rolls around, let's hope everybody's ready um, because you know we're, we're kicking off. And it's going to be – it should be a really great environment that night. And uh, we need as many people in there as possible. Like, I want to win that opener. I know everybody wants to win that opener. Um, I'm really ready to kick off this new era. Jason, appreciate your time on your way home tonight. And we'll uh, yeah. we'll have you on again throughout the summer. Sounds sure. good. I appreciate it. Anytime. Yep. Thanks, Jason. Jason Hegemeyer, our guest, ticket manager at the uh, University of Illinois. We'll take a break and be back with more Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Hello, I'm Dan Holder of Holder Wealth Management. I'm sure many of you have seen or heard advertisements from individuals claiming to be financial planners or retirement specialists. If you do your due diligence and check their credentials, you'll discover that most of these individuals do nothing more than manage investment accounts and or sell insurance products. They have little or no expertise and or experience in most of the important areas of the financial planning and retirement planning process. At Holder Wealth Management, we are not only investment advisors, we are also licensed attorneys and CPAs with almost 50 years of combined experience in structuring investment portfolios, retirement planning, business succession planning, estate and gift planning, and income tax planning. If all you are looking for is someone to manage a stock portfolio, there are many firms out there that will do this. If you're looking for someone with professional experience who can offer you advice in all of the important financial planning areas, then call us at 217-398-4015. We'd be happy to meet with you at no cost. There may be a lot of reasons to call a roofing company, but you don't always need a new roof. Bash Pepper Roofing specializes in maximizing your roofing investment. We want to protect your family and your business through all weather conditions with our quality roofing options. Call Bash Pepper Roofing for an honest opinion on the best options for your roofing needs, and we will customize a roofing plan for your home or business. As a locally owned business, we've proudly served East Central Illinois for the past 100 years. Bash Pepper Roofing, large or small, we cover them all. 
If your water smells or tastes unpleasant, we've got the solution. Call me, Keith Jamison, at Echo Water in Urbana to schedule a free, no-obligation in-home water analysis. Echo Water Systems can provide you with water treatment products that will clean and soften your water. It's that good. We'll help you eliminate unpleasant odors and tastes as well as contaminants for good. Thanks to Echo Water Systems, getting rid of problem water is no problem at all. So call Echo Water today at 367-7112 for a free, no-obligation in-home water analysis. Echo Water, it's that good. Alexander Lumber serves the building material needs of both DIY homeowners and professional builders and remodelers in the greater Champaign-Urbana area and central Illinois. Alexander Lumber carries everything needed for a construction project, big or small, materials, tools, and more. Of course, they have lumber and wood commodities, but they also have everything needed for building or remodeling inside or out. From shingles to siding, windows and doors, from cabinets and hardware to decking and railing. Visit Alexander Lumber at 1720 West Anthony Drive in Champaign. Your next project starts here. And go Illini! A community tradition is back. See you Kiwanis Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400. This spring and summer, we're spotlighting the talented youth in our area with featured games throughout May and June, including the league championships. It's all made possible by the folks at First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana, the Pello Window Store in Champaign, and Champaign Jewelers. Listen live to local Little League Baseball on your radio, 1400 AM, or at our website, WDWS.com. Ten minutes before six o'clock, Monday night sports talk here on DWS. Still time to get in if you'd like to give us a call, 217-356-9397. Scott Ritchie with an update on some of the area high school action. Fill us in there, bud. Yeah, well the St. Joseph Ogden baseball season is over. Um Springfield take hard Griffith won. Four to one. SJO had a runner on with two outs in the in the seventh. Um, fly ball to center field, and then SHG center fielder made a diving catch to end the game. So some dramatics there. And then normal U high softball is beating Unity also four to one in the fifth inning right now. Um, so the only area team with. Well, I guess with the the best shot right now uh, to make it to state is Arthur Levington Nightwood Hammond softball. They're up one to zero on Ottawa Marquette, and that's through five innings. Okay, there you have it. Illinois football, some showcases coming up, uh, recruiting style camps. I guess you would call them, Bob. Right, right. And uh, again. The more people they get the campus, the better off they're going to be long term. And you may not be a guy for next year, maybe a guy for a year down the road, another year after that. I think, I think this is a good thing. Obviously, they have Smith Center is going to be really a great selling point for Illinois. But I think more than anything else, it's getting around the guys, getting around the coaches, getting around the community, seeing this place. I, I think it would be impressive to most players that come here. Even so, the, even some of the commits. Because they couldn't come to right. campus or seeing campus for the first time. Right, and that's got to be a lot of fun for them, of course. They'll feel more involved in the program. Now, Illinois has got the Smith Center. I just saw Maryland just built a new place, just opened it up. They got a $150 million facility that's helping them. So, as you know, even when Illinois catches up, they're kind of everybody else is catching up too. So, it's kind of a ongoing deal. But again, at least now, Illinois is on a level playing field with the rest of the conference and most of the rest of the country. 
And still, and I guess it's not going to change much until the games start, but we've talked about it before, not getting a whole lot of preseason Ooh. love. They were no. picked uh, uh, seventh in the Western Division by somebody. I forget yeah, who. I that, was that the magazine you wrote for? Well, yes, I didn't do that. It was the magazine I wrote for. Yeah. And also, I think they're 13th, 14th in Big Ten when you rank the whole conference. And that's kind of tough. But, again, I don't think a lot of is being paid attention to the players come back in Illinois because when I wrote about it, it's, you're writing all these guys that started from last year, started from, it's a bunch of guys, 24 super seniors. That's a lot of players. Yep. Plus the, the transfers that are coming in, they're going to be helpful. Now everybody's got some of that, but nobody has as many as Illinois. So I think they have a chance to be good. Plus, as we talked about earlier, the schedule is pretty soft. There's no Indiana, no Ohio State, no Michigan. So that's a pretty good deal for Illinois. They're playing Maryland, they're playing Rutgers, and they're playing Penn State on the other side. That's that's as good a draw as anybody has in the conference. So that works out pretty well for Illinois and gives them a chance. I saw they have I saw rankings of the schedule, the non-conference schedule. Illinois doesn't. You know, Virginia's okay, but the other two games are not a whole lot to write home about. So Illinois should be able to win six games, maybe. I was thinking when you talk about the schedule, really only the, the only game anybody's really talking about is the Opener. Nebraska game. Right. You, people don't even realize who they play after that. Right. But, uh, and Nebraska's coming here with every – they have no thought at all about losing that game. Oh, I I, I heard you guys say that on Saturday, and Lauren thinks that too. Yeah. And I, I agree with that to a point, but I also think there's a lot of disappointment there. There's been three long, bad years there. The people there, I don't know that they necessarily are overconfident given the way they played the last couple of years. So I, I don't think there's an idea that they're absolutely going to come here and win. Plus, they saw last year that Illinois team went to Lincoln and just killed them. It wasn't close. Well, that's true. And that, that, I think that game and the fact that Nebraska is missing some guys, uh, I, think they're, I think the people there in Lincoln are really realistic. And they're, they're not counting, counting how to win like they used to. Yep. They're thinking – there's going to be a battle. Last two, last game here was a battle too, so I think I think the people there are not counting on this. They're hoping, but they're not sure they're going to win the game. Five fifty-five. Need to take a final break. We'll do that here in just a moment. Some before we do that, I have a little personal note I'd like to get out there. One of, as you know, I'm a avid golfer. I play with a group of guys that ranges anywhere from twenty to twenty-five guys. And one of our longtime members who has played in this group for more than 50 years passed away this morning. And ironically, it was at the time that our regular group was on the golf course playing. He passed away of a, of a brief illness. His name is Gary Balk. Um, and we will all miss him very much. He was one of the nicest guys you would ever want to meet. Never said a, a profane word, never cussed, never... If he made a mistake, he was always uh, he had something else to say. No cussing out there, and we we're going to miss him. We hated to lose him, but Gary Back, we're thinking of you, buddy. We love you. I'll be back with more here in just a moment here on Monday Night Sports Talk. Stay with us. Renewal by Anderson. 
These days, finding a sound investment is a real challenge, to say the least. Oh, except when it comes to your home. That's right. And when it came time to replace our old, drafty windows, we opted for quality with style, installed by professionals. We opted for renewal by Anderson. We trusted the Anderson name and knew they'd give us windows built to last. They came out, measured the old windows, and took the time to really understand what we wanted. Renewal by Anderson. It's the best investment we've made all year. Say hello to summer. I'm Sam Hare with Renewal by Anderson. Through the month of June, take advantage of our summer savings. 20% off windows, 20% off doors, and 20% off installation. And we make buying easy with no money down, no payments, and no interest for 24 months. That's two years. That all adds up to super summer savings. Visit us online at RenewalByAnderson.com or visit us at our showroom on Farmington Road. Renewal by With steel, the great American outdoors are closer than you think. And with battery power made by steel, our AK Homeowner Battery Series starts at just $199.99. Pick up a steel battery trimmer or blower today. Real steel. Find yours at Muhammad Small Engine Dealer, 601 East Main Street, Muhammad. Open 8 to 5 Monday through Friday and 8 to noon on Saturday. Butch here. SurfPro, the name you have trusted for 30 years with your restoration needs, are adding members to our Urbana and Danville teams. Are you tired of doing the same thing day after day? No two days are the same at SurfPro. The rewards of helping families get back to, like it never even happened, adds to your job satisfaction. Come join the team voted number one in the 2020 People's Choice for restoration two years in a row. Please call 217-355-0077 to set up an interview or online at surfprochampaignurbana.com. Have you used Paraquat on your farm? Scientists have known for years that it's linked to Parkinson's and kidney failure. If you've been exposed and have Parkinson's or kidney failure, Paraquat Legal Resources might be able to help you. Call us at 844-752-6224 or visit paraquatlr.com. We will evaluate your claim for free. 844-752-6224. This ad was paid for by Jeff Link Law, PLLC. At 321 East Walnut Street, Des Moines, Iowa. Connect with your customers from anywhere in the world and save money with a cloud-based phone system from CDS Office Technologies. It's the ultimate solution for mobility in your business communications. In addition to high-quality phones on your desk, the CDS system features an industry-leading mobile app that works on both iPhone and Android phones. With CDS, you get new phones every five years, plus unlimited remote support with no upfront cost. CDS Office Technologies. Just about out of time. Mr. Ritchie, what are you working on for this week? A uh, big project for me is our Illinois year in review. So just to look back at the last very strange year of Illinois athletics. But uh, it will be a very comprehensive uh, breakdown in Sunday's News Gazette. For sure, you're listening on WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. That's it for Monday Night Sports Talk.